I got near Shabbos. Hope everyone as well. This Shabbos has become known as Shabbos Nachamu, based on the famous words of the Hatorah that we read on this Shabbos Nachamu Nachamu Ami, where the Jewish people are looking for Nachama, looking to be comforted after the after Tisha B'av. and yet this Shabbos has become famously known as Shabbos Nachamu, although there's no real early sources maybe of this title phrase, a special Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu. But we know there's a certain feeling to Shabbos Nachamu. And even in later, as perhaps in the 16th century, the Yosef Oymets suggests that it's proper and befitting that on this Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, we should enjoy Shabbos more than a regular Shabbos. Meaning, means to say it's not a regular Shabbos. It's an extra joyous Shabbos. Shabbos Nachamu should be spent with extra joy and simcha and tanog. Maybe that means preparing an extra dish Maybe it means having something extra to eat, but it's something special to the Shabbos. This Shabbos carries some special level of enjoyment. And we find even earlier in the Ritva, in this commentary, to the end of Masechah's Tainus, he writes something very interesting. He says that because of Tuba'av, which we celebrated today, today is Tuba'av, because of Tuba'av, writes the Ritva, we should have a special meal on this Shabbos, on Shabbos Nachamu. So clearly there is something here special about the Shabbos. Maybe it's connected to Tubov, maybe it's independent. But what is so special about this Shabbos? We know it's Shabbos Nachamu because of the Haftarah. We know it's Shabbos Nachamu. We know people go away and people like to go to the mountains and people like to travel. But what is this idea that we're finding that there's a reason to make a simch, to have a suda, to have extra joy at the suda? What is so special about this Shabbos and all the Shabbosim of the year? And perhaps the bigger question that one can ask is, is it now really the time to celebrate and rejoice? We're just coming off of, I know it seems like years ago, but Tisha B'Av was just Sunday. And we spent all day long on the floor, crying, feeling pain, suffering of the Jewish people. And just like that, we get up and go to a party? Lahavdil, no one should ever know when a person sits Shiva. The day after Shiv, they get up and make a party. The Avelis continues, whether it be for 30 days, whether it be for 12 months, it's a continuous until the Avelis comes to an end. And even then, the first thing an Avel does isn't make a party. Why would this, such, we had such an intense mourning period of the entire Jewish community mourning. We had the three weeks and then we had the nine days and we had Erev Tishabov and Tishabov. And all of a sudden like that, we snap our fingers Back, not only back to regular, we're in having extra simcha. How are we to understand exactly the reason and the cause for the change, the, the, the jolt of emotional feelings from being so sad, so broken, to all of a sudden fast forward a few days later, not only did we forget it, we're actually now on a whole other level of joy and simcha. So we have to understand <coughs> what exactly does post Tishabov mean to us. We spent Tisha B'av rem- remembering, reliving, feeling so many casualties. We started with the base of Migdosh, where we had the first base of Migdosh, and then we talked about the second base of Migdosh, and then we talked about the Crusades, and we talked about the Gemara burning in 1242, we talked about the Holocaust, and we spent time in Shul and wherever you were for Kinnis, and we worked and we spoke and we talked and emotions were stirred, and we felt the Avelis of the, of the base of Migdosh. When you walk away from a Tisha B'av, you should have a question on your mind. And the obvious question is, not how did all that happen, but how are we still alive today? Studying Jewish history, and perhaps the 
most difficult chapters of Jewish history, leaves anyone with a question. How are we still around? Or why is there even a nation? Why is there even a group of Orthodox Jews that are still clinging to Torah and mitzvahs after all that we've been through? Tishmav showed us, Tishmav taught us how much the enemies want to annihilate us, destroy us, take us away from Hashem, take us away from Torah mitzvahs. And yet you look around and you see an amazing abundance of Torah. You see yeshivas and shuls and schools and organizations and new communities popping up all over the world. How? After all that we've been through, there's not a logical way that we're still around. After any one of these casualties especially the most recent of the Holocaust, we should have just checked out and said, that's it, Judaism no longer exists, exists anymore, which is perhaps what Hitler wanted. But on the contrary, the Jews are even stronger than ever. And that's the Nechama. The Nechama is that despite what we went through over the thousands of years in Gullus, and despite Tzara after Tzara after Tzara, look where we are. We're still here. We're still around. We're still strong, we're still fighting, we're still kicking, and we're still learning and keeping Torah mitzvahs. That is the greatest nechama. The greatest nechama is that despite all of our history, we never let it bring us down. We never let the enemies win. We're continuously fighting and we're continuously holding up the banner, the flag of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And perhaps that's its connection to Shabbos. The fact that after a Tishabov, there are still Yidin that are keeping Shabbos. After all that our great-grandparents have been through throughout the generations, there's still Jews that after Tishbev keep Shabbos. That is the greatest nechama that could be. Despite everything, we're still here. We're still keeping the Shabbos. We're still showing Shabbos. We're still commemorating the Shabbos. So if a Yid is keeping Shabbos after Tishbev, that's a reason to celebrate. That's a Suda. And perhaps the connection to Shabbos is because Shabbos means we're still keeping Torah mitzvahs. That's the greatest nekama. The greatest vengeance against our enemies is that we're still keeping what you wanted to take away from us. It's well known, well documented, many Holocaust survivors would spend their time sitting in front of schools and watching the Jewish children come in on buses to yeshiva and go home. And they asked them, why are you doing this all day? He said, because this is my revenge against Hitler. I watched them take the children to the death camps. And now I'm watching children going every day to the yeshiva and home from yeshiva. So this is our nechama. This is our nechama. We tell the world, look, you wanted to take everything away from us. All religion, all life. And look, you know what we're doing? We're keeping Shabbos. We're going to go to shul and we're going to daven and we're going to have a suda and we're going to enjoy our Shabbos. That's the greatest nechama. It's almost a nechama. It's revenge against the world who's always tried to bring us down. Adenu chai, we're still alive. We're still here. We're still keeping the Shabbos. Also, what's unique about the Shabbos, we know Chazal tells us that a guy is not permitted to keep Shabbos. Goy Shabbos, if a guy keeps Shabbos, he's Chayim Misa. Shabbos is our special bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's what shows the world, look at the chosen people. Where does our chosenness, so to say, come out? Where does our miyuchad come out? On Shabbos. Shabbos is Ois Hili Oilam. Beini Ubein Bnei Yisrael. It's a special covenant between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the shtach, so to say, to the Umar Sa'ilam who want to bring us down. No, 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 we have Shabbos. We're always going to be the chosen nation. We're always going to be the nation that is bound to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we will always be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children. So when we turn to the Shabbos, there's a couple of elements from Shabbos. A, that we're keeping Shabbos, despite the fact that we should have rolled over a long time ago and given up. We're still staying strong to Shabbos. Who would have imagined 
at the turn of the 20th century that America would look the way it does today. No one. People gave up in America. They said, you leave Europe to go to America. That's it. You're throwing away Yiddishkeit. Who would have imagined the way Shmir Shabbos would be kept and should be kept in America in these years? The amount of Torah and Chesed. That is the greatest Nechama to the world who tried, tried and tried and tried to take away Torah from us. But perhaps there's another way of looking at this Shabbos. Maybe Shabbos is the reason we're still around. Maybe perhaps Shabbos represents the reason why we made it through all the various gulfs. We pointed out earlier that it's an amazement that we're still around. What is the key to our success? Perhaps it's Shabbos. What does Shabbos represent? We know Chazal tell us that Shabbos was really given to the Jewish people, not just merely as a day off, a day not to have to go to work, a day that you don't have to stress about the world, but it was given to learn Torah. Shabbos was given as a day to rejuvenate, to recharge our spiritual batteries, to learn Torah, to reconnect to HaKadosh Baruch Maybe Shabbos is the answer to how we survived the Gullahs. Because how did we survive? How did Jews maintain Yiddishkeit through the most difficult of situations? Post-tragedy, during tragedy, and then rebuild Torah. It's because they held on to Shabbos. Shmira Shabbos, and not just the keeping and the breaking of Shabbos, but what Shabbos represents. Shabbos represents Torah. Shabbos represents our tradition, our spreading of Torah and the learning of Torah. That's what Shabbos is all about. Shabbos is a day for us to increase learning. That perhaps is the key to Klai Yisrael's success. Is the learning, the, and, and more than just the learning of Torah, the educational systems of Torah. Which we find in this week's parasha, the Torah tells us, supposed to teach your children. And we think it means your children. Rashi says, no, it means teach your students. Not your biological children. Teach your students the importance of teaching, educating the next generation. We know history has shown us that the success of American Jewry started the strongest when we started to build yeshivas, not shuls. When we built yeshivas, when we had educational system, when we had boys schools and girls schools and high schools and post high schools and now it's amazing. But it's that idea of teaching Torah, that educational system of not just teaching the biological children but teaching your students, giving over, educating Passing on the torch, passing the Messiah, giving the beauty of Torah over to the next generation. The Lubavitcher Rebbe used to say that everyone can be a teacher. Whatever you know, teach. You're only, a Rebbe and a mower is not only someone who goes to a classroom in front of a large group of children. A Rebbe can be anyone who teaches, educating anyone. You meet someone on the street, you teach them something, you're a Rebbe. You have someone you work with and you educate them about Shabbos, you're a mower. That's it. That's all it takes. And perhaps that is the answer to Klai Yisrael's success. And that's directly connected to Tubov. One of the reasons the Gemara tells us for the Yom Tov of Tubov is because now the Jewish people no longer was cutting wood for the Mizbech and they had more time to learn. We spoke about it yesterday, that the importance of having more time to learn. The spreading of Torah, the teaching of Torah is not just for the sake of Talmud Torah. It's a very special mitzvah. It's our key to future. This is what will keep Klai Yisrael strong. And we really learned this during Chorim Beis Hamikdash when Yehoshua ben Zakkai asked to have Yavne protected. Don't touch Yavne, because Yehoshua ben Zakkai knew that throughout Chorim, the only way for Chorim not to be the end of Klai Yisrael is if Klai Yisrael has a place to learn Torah. If we have Torah, if we have yeshivas, if we have educational systems, we will continue. And perhaps that's what this Shabbos represents. This Shabbos represents what it is. This Shabbos is the answer. To perhaps the million dollar question. 
How did we survive through all of it? Is Shabbos. It's the keeping of Shabbos, but it's what Shabbos represents, which is Torah. Learning Torah, teaching Torah, spreading Torah. And this week's parasha is when the Torah alludes to one's, not biological children, but to one's students. A person can have many, many students. A person's own biological children could be their students. We're all educators. We're all teachers. We're all mashpiim. When we spread Torah, when we teach Torah, when we support Torah, whatever connection we have to Torah, we are ensuring that Kalah Yisrael will continue despite the most difficult of times. And that is the greatness of this Shabbos. It's the Nechama. It's the comfort of this Shabbos. That look around. Torah is flowing everywhere. It's amazing. Everywhere you turn, there's another shear. There's another online shear, in-person shear, a Zoom shear. Mara Mekayim's booklets being given out, handouts giving out. It's amazing. It's not just about Torah. It's about this is the way we survive through the Gullahs. And that's what we're celebrating this Shabbos. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. Baruch Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We've been through a lot. We lost a lot. We've hurt a lot. We've been in pain a lot. But we know what's going to keep us through. It's going to be the Torah. And the more Torah we learn, the more Torah we teach, the more Torah we support, that's what's going to take us to our next destination. That's what's going to bring us to the Geula. And in this Shabbos, we commemorate and we celebrate and we rejoice over the fact that through all the Torahs we had Torah, we cling to Torah, we held on to the Torah, we continue to learn the Torah in that merit. And the Gemara says that once Tubav hits, the nights get longer. We have to increase the learning of our Torah. We have to study more Torah. And in that merit, we will see the end of all of the Tsars. We'll see the final, final stage in Klai Yisrael's very long history. We'll be zaycheh together in Mirz Hashem to see the arrival of Mashiach, B'mher, B'yameinu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.